while we are cozying up and cuddling down for a wonderful week here of Thanksgiving. If you are in the U.S., then you are likely celebrating with a feast with family and a whole heaping of fun. We certainly are and always enjoy this holiday. It's one of our favorites and it was always our mom's favorite as well. Um, it does fall uh, usually around her birthday. So we always enjoy celebrating both her birthday and Thanksgiving. I'm sure thankful she was born. Well, it is the season of Thanksgiving, appreciation and gratitude. And here in the U.S., many of us are cozying up and cuddling down for a week full of family fun and a heaping of gratitude. You likely have a bunch of family traditions around this week. If you're like us, we always enjoy this. In fact, Thanksgiving is one of our mom's favorite holidays. It also happens to fall usually around her birthday, which is November 25th. We love celebrating it together. And now that they live in Oregon, we actually travel up in the week of Thanksgiving and we celebrate her birthday, Thanksgiving and Christmas all together in an event known as Birth Thanksmas. <laughs> Birth Thanksmas is so much fun. That's the unique tradition in our house. And uh, we are a, for the most part, vegetarian crew. So it is an interesting holiday dinner with gluten-free stuffing, tofurkey abound, and a whole lot of love. But one thing that is always present is this appreciation appreciation for uh, the, the emotion and the engagement of gratitude. Now, I separate the emotion and engagement because we're going to talk about that. But, Shy, we would not be university people. We would not be teachers if we did not start out an important episode like this with a definition. <laughs> and your definition for gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness isn't that beautiful? I love this definition here because it reminds us that it is both a feeling and an action. Now, some psychologists will further categorize three types of gratitude. Now, there's gratitude as an effective trait, which is one's overall tendency to have a grateful disposition. Gratitude as a mood, daily fluctuations in the overall mood of gratitude, and then an emotion, a more temporary feeling of gratitude that one might feel after receiving a gift or a favor from someone. So there are these different dimensions to gratitude. And when we understand it from a broader perspective, we can actually use it as a really powerful tool for improving our lives. Right, we see gratitude expressed in the animal kingdom as well. This isn't just an emotion and an action within humans, but we see this from chimpanzees to fish, this idea of reciprocity, which is at that heart of, uh, of gratitude. Remember, the readiness to show appreciation for, and here's the key, to return kindness. And so gratitude typically invokes a feeling of reciprocity, which we see in the animal kingdom and we see both uh, within our animal species, or I'm sorry, within our human species in a marketing way, in a relational way, and in the way that helps, as Kay was just mentioning and illuminating towards, helps us grow personally. Now, many personal growth and development and even business leaders like to talk about reciprocity as not just an idea, but a law. 
the law of reciprocity. And this is something that it, obviously it happens in the animal kingdom. And so it's baked into us, which means that we can lean into it when we are looking for maybe a little more reciprocity in our life or when we find room to give that in return. But gratitude really sits at the heart, sits in the seat of the soul of reciprocity, if you will, because it is the emotional state that sparks that action. But gratitude can do so much for you that you might not even realize, most especially if you are maybe feeling uh, an, an, a really strong emotion like sadness or anger. So there are many positive effects of gratitude that have been documented and that can help you understand the power of this emotion and this expression. First and foremost, those who are grateful have stronger mental health and report higher levels of happiness. Those who feel grateful more often, who practice gratitude, who engage in reciprocity, have stronger mental health and feel happier more often. Isn't that such, it's so simple that it's easy to be like, yeah, 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 but tell me what else like no that is the what else like all you have to do is feel grateful for the abundance in your life or the gift that you were given or the chance that you have or the air that you're breathing and you can help bolster your mental health and your happiness right then and there all right shy i want you to set a sociologic stage for me really quick okay. i feel like i'm will smith and i'm asking dj jazzy jeff to drop a beat right, so you ready to, my to drop a beat turntable okay you ready talk to us about confirmation bias now confirmation bias is the effect that happens when we believe something already and then we start to only selectively hear or see or encounter things that confirm that for us and the flip side of confirmation bias is that we actually begin to reject things that do not confirm the bias or the opinion that we have even if it's reputable even if it's true even if it comes from a source that we trust because this play of confirmation bias makes us want to stay true to what we identify as our real opinion or the honest to goodness truth or in worst case scenarios part of our identity so if our identity our real opinion and our honest to goodness truths are rooted in gratitude, appreciation, and reciprocity, your confirmation bias will actually go to work for you and help you find evidence of things to be grateful for in your life. So gratitude has a real compounding effect that's backed up by neuroscience, right? It makes you notice more good things. It gets you in the habit of looking for things that you're grateful for, circumstances that you can appreciate, and people that you wanna give thanks to, and all of those things build that habit and build that muscle that will confirm your bias that I have stronger mental health or I feel happier or gratitude is good or reciprocity helps me. It will confirm that bias for you and grow that so that it accelerates your momentum by using gratitude. Now, gratitude as an energy builder inside can create more positive energy and can build the heat in your body. If we want to get into a straight physics sense, when we want to increase the magnetism of a magnet, we shoot electricity and heat at it in order to increase the effectiveness of the magnet. And it's a very similar thing with our human magnetic system, right? So the, the polar magnetism of the earth has the North and the South Pole. Turns out the energy of your body works in a very similar way. And so when we're able to stoke the energy, the heat and the electricity within our system, we actually create more magnetism in our life and start pulling things 
things to us that match the energy that we've created within our body. And so gratitude is a very practical thing that you can engage in to help you increase that positive energy inside your body that can supercharge your magnetism and bring more things to be grateful for into your life. So wait, it strengthens your mental health. It makes you happier. It makes you more magnetic magnetic, but wait, there's more. Yes, there's more. Before we even start talking about ways that you can practice being grateful and bringing more gratitude practices and exercises into your life, I promise that's coming. There's more that gratitude does for us. People who feel grateful more often and have feelings of thankfulness on a regular basis have stronger immune systems, report sleeping better, and report feeling like they've woken up with more energy and more positive momentum towards their day. They also experience more joy, more pleasure, more helpfulness, and more generosity, and they feel less lonely and isolated. Is there anything that gratitude doesn't do? It makes you want to like jump up and down. Yay! Uh, thank you, gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. cool. I mean, we think about this uh, even from uh, maybe an example from parenting, right? If uh, we take our kids to a wonderful day and a beautiful activity and we have the best day ever and they come home and they throw their shoes on the ground and they just kind of flop into the couch and they don't seem energized and excited, we as the parent likely aren't feeling very motivated to give them more of those fantastic experiences. Whereas if the child is full of that grateful spirit and they say, mom, dad, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to have such a beautiful day. I loved spending the time with you. Thank you. As the parent, you feel way more inclined to recreate experiences where you can get that gratitude back because once again, we find that beautiful law of reciprocity at play, right? If for those of you who are traditionally faith-based, you think about that that same relationship with God, right? This, if, if God looks down and you're exacerbated about your life and frustrated at all of the circumstances and mad at all of your people, that's not somebody that this entity or that God or the universe is going to want to continue to support at the same level as someone who says, oh, I know that it's been a challenging day, but hot dang, I'm so blessed. My family is healthy. My car runs. I have food in my fridge. I have the opportunity to shovel the snow today. I can walk on my two feet. Then that higher being or power is going to feel that and think of that energetic signature between the parent and the child or the parent and the child. It makes it much more likely that there's going to be more given and more abundance unleashed for the child in either scenario because of that reciprocity and because of this signature of gratitude underneath. You know, Shai, I think I'm feeling my energy raise already. I feel it too. And I can't wait to come back after this short break and talk a little bit more about the power of gratitude and how you can enhance it in your life. We're talking leadership this week, and one of the organizations we are so proud to be at the helm of is the Neuroencoding Institute. We got to co-found the Neuroencoding Institute alongside Dr. Joseph McClendon III, amazing, world-renowned neuropsychologist and incredible mentor and teacher. If you're at all interested in learning more about what the Neuroencoding Institute does and what it can do for you, please visit neuroencoding.com. 
One of our proudest business accomplishments is what we've been able to do with Squeeze In Franchising. The Squeeze In is a breakfast lunch restaurant featuring the best omelets on the planet, and it's been around for almost 50 years. And now you can have a Squeeze In in your community. We've seen how this business transformed our families, and now we are so excited to offer this to families around the country to see how this little restaurant might change their family and their community. If you're wondering how to set up your adult children for legacy and success through a small business, then the Squeeze In is an option we urge you to consider. Come find out more about Squeeze In Franchising at squeezein.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash angel phoenix productions. All right, we already hear the little voice in your head saying, but ladies, gratitude is hard. But ladies, gratitude can't be that effective. But sisters, I don't want to. Well, I think <laughs> I hear you on that, right? <laughs> I think there's this a tendency to consider gratitude as an on-off switch. And if if you're feeling what Kay just described, you might be falling victim to this on-off switch idea of gratitude, right? I am grateful. I'm very grateful. I'm grateful for everything. I don't take any of that for granted. But having the switch turned on and actually practicing the emotion of gratitude on a regular basis are different. So you could, so, and this is me, like I know this and if I'm speaking to your soul, it's because I am you and I understand that, that it's so easy to brush off the power of gratitude because it's like, I'm so grateful. I feel deep gratitude and appreciation for my life, but do I make that a practice and a habit while I'm working on it? But I haven't always in the past and, and I see the positive benefits continuing to compound the more I do it, which is why it makes me personally excited to share about this, but something that I know even more so for the both of us is important because the more we reinforce it to each other, the more that we see this begin to gain momentum and help us in our lives. But if you are one of those people that says, I am grateful, that's wonderful. How often are you expressing it and how could you increase the capacity of that gratitude in order to increase your capacity for abundance? Right. It can be easy to gather away energy when you have this idea of, well, I am grateful, right? Or I I know a lot of us have been kind of socialized and conditioned, especially here in the U.S., that we just we have it so much better than other countries out there. So how dare you even have a problem? And so some of us even start to get mad at gratitude. We're like, no, I don't want to be grateful. I'm allowed to have problems. It's okay for me to be sad. And it is. But what we're saying is that gratitude is a is a tool and a skill that when utilized can literally change your neurology. It can rewire your brain to help you be a happier and more well-rounded person. It can even unshackle you from toxic emotions. And it is a stepping stone for if you find yourself in a spiral of negative emotion like anger or depression or sadness, gratitude and thankfulness can be a really simple stepping stone 
and tool to help you just raise your level of energy, maybe into a state that's more constructive. Right. If you look at the frequency signatures of the vibrations of emotions like despair and anger, they're very low on the spectrum. Up at the top, we've got, right, that like oneness, joy, joy, happiness, right? And then in the middle, we've got some, you know, the range of different emotions. Gratitude does happen to fall on the positive side, but it's not so high up that it's unobtainable from the lower states. And what I mean by that is when you are depressed, when you are pissed off, right? When you are feeling those low vibrational emotions and someone says, you know, just get happy or you just, you know, the, the you want to get to Be a higher joyful. frequency, right? Just, yeah. Just laugh, right? Find something funny. Be joyful. Getting from that low vibrational state to the very high frequency and vibrational state is very, very hard. But gratitude is that secret stepping stone, as Kay was saying, that can go right in the middle and it can be easy because the, the way to make yourself feel joyful can be more elusive than getting yourself to feel grateful because we know some things that we can do in there. But even though you know that, okay, I know that I could start listing things to be grateful for, that can be hard to do when you're in those low vibrational states, which is why it's important to think about some of those things ahead of time so that they're in your back pocket when you are in those low vibrational states and you're ready to go up to maybe joy or happiness. So some of the things that you can do, obviously, is first and foremost, just start thinking or listing out loud things that you're grateful for. If you find yourself in a negative vibrational state or a pl- an emotional state that you don't want to be in anymore, use gratitude as the stepping stone. Even if you're forcing yourself, like I'm going to raise my hand and be the first to tell you that sometimes I don't effing want to do my gratitude practices. Like I don't want to, I feel resistant toward it and I have found ways to overcome that. We're going to share that in the mini-sodes this week, but the, the practice of gratitude and the habit of bringing it in really, really can help. One of the ways that can be a helpful, almost ninja way to get yourself to feel grateful is to remember the bad times. Remember some of those low moments in your life, not to take you back there. If you're already in the low vibrational state, maybe you're already thinking about those things. But now put a reframe on that low moment to and remind yourself how far you've come since then or the fact that you were able to survive that low moment and what that's proven to you. And remembering how difficult it used to be and how far you've come sets up this explicit contrast in your mind for it to be able to say, okay, well, it's not that bad. Like, like Kay and I do this with the year 2017. Like, okay, this was a tough weekend, but it ain't no 2017, right? Like this is a good way for you to just get that instant comparison so that you can start to feel that gratitude and cultivate the appreciation in some of those times when you feel stuck in that negative state. You know, I'd honestly rather go back to 2020 than back to 2017. (laughs) 2020 was hard. That was one of the hardest uh, business years of our life for sure. So another uh, flip that can be a helpful trick for you, and this is uh, a little bit on the morbid side, like remembering the bad, but sometimes when you're in those negative states, you got to take yourself laterally before you can go up. Uh, So one of the ways that I've used uh, this practice is to imagine the things that I have today, that if they were gone, tomorrow, I would miss them so much that I would be grateful to have them in the moment today. So things like my relationship with my sister, things like my children, things like my home, right? If my home were to burn down tonight, 
tomorrow would I want to have my home back? Yes, I absolutely would want to have my home back. If I were to break up with my sister today, which is not going to happen ever, ever, would I want to have that relationship back tomorrow? Absolutely. And so if tomorrow I would want those things back, then today can I have the capacity to find gratitude for them? Gosh, that's such a good one. In, in kind of the same vein of remembering the bad <laughs> or the, the macabre of imagine the worst, right? Thinking about some of those uh, times in your life when you've had a, an acute or a large physical ailment or injury. Think about those times. Like if you ever have broken a toe or had foot surgery or rolled your ankle, all of a sudden you are acutely aware of how grateful you are to just have a regular working ankle or to be able to stand up and not have pain in your toe. People who experience chronic pain often have tremendous gratitude because they're being held at this moment of of awareness around how much else everything is comfortable for them or supportive for them or helpful for them and how joyous they can be because those 99 things are going right, even if they have the one thing going wrong. But if we have a hundred things going right, it can be easy to be like, oh, my point two, right? But if you've ever had a physical ailment, a scratch, an injury, a broken bone, a cast, and anything, you have felt this acute gratitude for when that thing isn't injured or hurt, which I thought was interesting in alignment with your example there. Oh yeah. I mean, for our fellow mamas out there, like how good did it feel when you were all done carrying that baby? Pregnancy <laughs> right? sucks in Pregnancy our opinion. Is, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like some women out there love it. Some women out there love it, but man, toward the end, it is rough. And those last few weeks are slow. In fact, the second line that I said after giving birth to my son was, I'm so glad he's out of my body. And this is something that I've been grateful for every single day since, right? Because it was so acutely painful that on the instant other side of that, it felt so much better. So I love that reminder, Shy, to have that. Now, a few other things that you can do are to use visual reminders of things that make you grateful. If you've got uh, kids or people that you love, put pictures of them in places that you see often and let your heart feel the gratitude for having them in your life. Watch your language. If you find yourself on the complain train, get off at the next station and maybe shift yourself into words of gratitude. It's okay to get there, to have the pattern of negativity. We've had it too. Sometimes we still engage in it now, but it's not okay to stay stuck there and allow that train to carry you to a destination you don't want to go to. Man, that complain train though, it's so easy to get on. It's so comfortable to be there. And it there's is. lots of other people on the train who want to talk to you about the complainings that they have in their life as well. And so that's certainly something that happens quite a bit, but there's also a gratitude train. It's actually at the same station and there's lots of folks having conversation on that train as well. In fact, some research shows that when you express and share gratitude with others, it strengthens the relationship and it strengthens all of those benefits that we talked about earlier, your own mental health, your own happiness. But what's beautiful is when you get to share that gratitude, you get to share those benefits with the person that you're expressing with. And, and there are a lot of people in your life that have contributed to your success and to you being here today, even if they haven't done all good things or things didn't end well, or, or some of the things that you're grateful for were hurtful things, but they turned you into a better person. You didn't get here alone. Somebody birthed you, bathed you, fed you, changed you for years at a time. And all these different things things along the way that have gotten you to where you are. So expressing some of that gratitude for what others have done for you can help you and the other person benefit. Now we always come at you with love, but today we're coming at you with gratitude from your sisters, Kay and Shy.
This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.